All right, we're back at uh, Canyon Del Oro High School, the foothills of Push Ridge, the western part. And uh, we're at the Jets Sports Training uh, High School Preview, week seven. The reason it's week seven is because, obviously, the 1A schools were started week one, the 2A, week two, and the 3A, week three, with some 4A, and then the big schools came in after that. So some schools have only played three games. Some have played five. So it's going to be a very uneven thing. They thought that they would roll it out slowly because of COVID, and everyone's almost in full swing now. So when we left, we talked about Cienega a bit. I think they're going to move to two and two. Um, our Graves has that program going strong. Yeah, they looked that second half or fourth quarter, actually, against South Point was impressive, the way Braden Cherry got them going. And the, and the defense stopped the South defense, Point. Yeah, the, the key is to see if Braden Cherry can put together another good game. Yeah. Because the way he looked, he looked like, you know, he and they did all that on two and a half days of practice because it was a Thursday night game. JV played on Wednesday, right? So he only had his field for two days. Yeah, it was he was he commented about that because I went out there that week and he's like, it's, it was difficult the preparation yeah. for that, especially playing Cell Point. And Cell Point had a bye week. Uh, yeah, the week before that. Yes, you're right. And then, well, they play Campo Verde like we were talking about there. They're usually a really good team. A program. Yeah. They're one and three. I was just trying to see who they've lost to. They've lost to. They lost to actually Ironwood Ridge. They came here. Yeah, a everyone. Ago, everyone was scouting that game. Then they beat, or they lost to Williamsfield, twenty-one zero, which is a very, very good team. Usually, and they lost to Desert Edge by a, a, a touchdown. So one of the better teams. teams. Yeah, so. which comes with a lot of power points. That's a lot of road games. That this Sienega is their third road game. Yeah. And then we, we talked a little bit about Ironwood Ridge and CDO with Coach Peace. Um, it's going to be difficult. Ironwood Ridge pretty much, they've won the last seven in a row. It's going to be a hard row, especially for the youth of Canyon Del Oro. But you just never know, game by game. Never know. And it could be, you know, we saw that game, six turnovers in Amphi. We thought Amphi would win handily, and they yeah. had six turnovers. So it to- totally changed the mood of the team and yeah. all that. But um, and then Iron Ridge... They were on the roll. They nine. They had the first scoring drive against South Point. Took nine minutes off the clock. South Point makes a turnover. Iron Ridge turns it back over, and then oh. South Point takes over from there. Yeah, you can't make mistakes yeah. against South Point. And Ironwood Ridge, they have some. I, I don't know what you thought about Tyler Haney, their quarterback. He's had some put up some good numbers. Yeah. Sam Benjamin, I want. I want. I want to see one of these times. He's an end. Defense. Yeah, he's a pretty big kid. When you're playing from behind, that totally changes the quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but, but that's an off. That's an that uh, offense they have at Iron Ridge, explosive. Jordan and Thomas, you're running Morrison back on defense. Yeah, it's, I think it'll be a competitive game. I think CDO can hang in there, especially with the game here. Be a big crowd, good atmosphere. So, I think it'll be a good one. Marcus Deniza, Tom Joseph. Um, at Amphitheater. Didn't he win a state championship with them? Or he or he, he, not, he he went to a state tournament? He was part of those two teams the last time the two teams played, 1999 and 2000. So, and Vern Freely was at the other side. But that's how long ago these two teams, Tempe, Marcos, Denisa. So that's... Right. I remember know. those those teams used to be powerhouses yeah. back in the day, back in the 80s and that, 90s. That, that probably would have been a state game of the week right there, Marcos, Denisa, Amphi. Amphi, I think, I think wins. Um at yeah, home, they they, they struggled. Go ahead. Yeah, well, they had they have two weeks to get ready for this. They're coming off a, a sour taste in their mouth. 
Kiko Trejo, he, he went on Twitter and said that watch out for me next game. Yeah. So I think we're gonna you're gonna see a much he more seemed a little off, like maybe he was sick or something. Yeah, he did. It seemed but, like it, it, it the whole night just seemed weird. It just yeah, like it, a vi- it, weird vibe. It to was it. no one in the stands Monday night, right? You know. So I Our, think he's gonna come out and have a have, have a uh, another great Trejo, Kiko Trejo game. Yeah. Arcadia Pueblo Pueblo I think goes three and one first meeting ever. So we don't know. There's no history there. Yeah. But Jake Allen. Well, you know what? Pueblo and Saguaro can cha- exchange notes because Arcadia's lone win is against Saguaro. Yeah. And they were down 12 to 0 in that game, and they wound up, end up winning 15 to 12. What happened is Saguaro was just was decimated with the COVID. Yeah. And by the fourth quarter, they were getting ga- they were starting to get gas, and uh, they and Saguaro looked like they could win that game, and Arcadia came up with like a big turnover, and it just turned the tide. Mm-hmm. Pueblo, I think, at home against Arcadia can can get it done. Um, they're they're opening up their their passing game there, and so. they have Curly Santa Cruz on the sideline. They had some difficulty in the game I was at. They had three first goals and weren't able to score. But I think they've they have, hopefully they've cleaned that up. Yeah, Diego Ramirez. I was thinking about the quarterback's name. He ten of twelve last week for 182 yards and yeah. four touchdowns, with no interceptions against um, Rio Rico. So their their offense is opening up there. Walden Grove at Deer Valley. Um, Gonna, it's hard to gauge Walden Grove um, year week to week. Deer Valley at three and zero. I'm not. I don't. I didn't look at that to see how they got the three and zero. But that could be a very difficult game, especially since you're traveling. And I believe that's way north Phoenix. So yeah, Glendale. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it, Corey Noble. He's no. He's not shy when he's scheduling. Yeah. But I think that's going to pay dividends when they get oh, to yeah. their four A uh, Gila. I think their four A or no their four mm-hmm. A Kino. Kino. They're going to play CDO. I think that's going to pay dividends for them when they start playing region opponents because they've gone through the grind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Deer Valley's three and zero. It's going to be a tough one to drive all the way up there from Walden Grove all the way to Glendale. Uh, they have some good athletes, you know, Jason Stevens and Duncan Hoover. Those guys stick out the most. Um, so uh, we'll see how they do. How they if they're able to stay in the game against Deer Valley. Then you have. Another uh, upper division 4A playing, County Foothills playing at 3A Push Ridge. Push Ridge 4-1. and one. If, if Middleton was able to get this win over Signs, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I think there's no stopping Push, push Ridge's playoff final probably. Well, they, their one loss was last week against Snowflake, which won the 3A title last year. Mm-hmm. And it was like, like to the last minute. So, And then what, what about the 3A South? Did you see... There's four teams ranked in the top 12, and we, Sabino's the lowest one at 12, and they could be the the best team out of them. Yeah, by the we time. Uh, we talked about that. That's that's, that's crazy. Three A and two A is yeah is out of control. In well, Arizona. next week, Sabino plays Pushridge, and then from there you got Thatcher playing Sabino, or Sabino actually Sabino already lost to Thatcher. You got Thatcher playing Pushridge, you got Thatcher playing Safford, Safford playing Sabino. It's going to be like week to week. It's going to be yeah. a, it could be a game of the week in the three A South. All those little towns on the eastern block, I call and, them. And they're all even. They're all evenly matched. And then Real Rico and Tarita, they're combined. They're 0-8. So someone's going to win this game. Um, uh, that's, that's the appeal right there, right? To go to your, their first win, and they're close. They're, they're not too far from each other. 15 minutes apart, and probably 15, 20 minutes. They're both uh, you know, coached by some good guys, Jake Price and Kevin Coombe, uh, who, you know, we... we uh, we respect what they those guys do, so it, it's going to be. I, I, 
saw Rita might get their first win in the Jake Price era this week. That that could be exciting for them. Then Gila Ridge at Tankaverde. Uh, Tankaverde, I think we spoke about this a little bit early. Santa Rita had to, um, yeah, they had to cancel because of their lack of healthy players, which has been a week-to-week thing with and them and Catalina. Because they put it on social media, and and Gila Ridge named um, Jessica Slaughter as their head coach. I believe that's the first big school female head coach. Female head coach in Arizona history. Um, and good on her. I mean, her team is struggling, but still, um, I think at this point, a lot of teams, you're seeing a lot of, this is 4A, 2A, you're seeing a lot of teams want to just have their kids play. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I mean, if you have an opportunity, why not let them play? Because yeah. that was a big thing about the whole mental health thing, and kids just want to play, let them play. Well, it's great that Slaughter and Dobbins made that happen. Dobbins could have been like, oh, no, it's a 4A team. Slaughter could have been like, oh, we got to dri- drive all the way to Tucson. No, we're not doing it. But they both came together. Um, it, it was originally supposed to play it in Yuma because that's what Dobbins agreed to. He said they would play anywhere, but they couldn't get enough referees in Yuma to go. So they, they got enough referees here, so they're going to come here. So not only do Yuma players have to drive to Tucson, they have to drive across town. Right, because we don't there. have any freeways. In They're gonna be like, "Are we there yet?" <laughs> <laughs> so they have to go all the way to. They might as well go to Mount Lemon. Yeah, so. I, if I were to take a birdie, I'd give them like a free meal after the game. <laughs> but it, it's it, that's great though. And Jessica Slaughter, like you said, the first female head coach at a big school level in Arizona. Uh, I, I remember watching Gila Ridge in the playoffs against Saguaro a couple years ago. They had they had some good talent. And she played for Saguaro. I mean, for Gila Ridge. Yeah, and so assistant coach. They have a good program there. And then the one of the longstanding um, rivalries, Savino at Swirl. Swirl used to dominate midway through the 90s. Savino took over with um, Skurin was there. And it, so the so Savino leads that series 29-17. Um, it's going to be, some people are thinking Swirl's, at this point I think the game's on. Yeah. You might have to forfeit otherwise. it at this stage. Yeah. I, I think they want to get this game as much as possible. I know it's been more than 10 days since they called the last game, so there has been enough time for quarantining and making sure everybody's okay. I think at this point you raid your JV. They might, yeah. Uh, This is one of those east side games that has to be played. I mean, that'll affect both teams, really. Sabino needs to keep playing to keep keep them sharp going into that 3A south race that really gets in earnest next week when they play Push Ridge. And Saguaro needs to get some games. Yeah. And they need to be, they need to get healthy so they can be competitive. Then it's 3A Thatcher at Empire. Thatcher's probably going to come away with the win. They've only played the entire three times, but Thatcher, as you said, is, is a powerhouse. Well, Desiree went in there and beat him handily, but then again, Desiree's a 5A team yeah. going against a 2A. But, um, yeah, Thatch, like Thatcher, Safford, Sabino, and uh, Pushridge. You can we, you can just what throw Thatcher a dart did was kind of genius out. because they get all of Desert View's points now. Well, that was yep, smart, right? <laughs> yeah. Even though it was a loss. So, um, so yeah, I think every game is going to be a must see game in that in that region. Uh, and then there's some exciting players like Cameron Hackworth at Sabino, oh, yes. and then Ryan Fontaine over here at Push Ridge. Uh, that game's a must watch, and I, uh, you know I know 
I know you want to go to that. I want to go to that. So maybe we'll both go to that game. That's next Friday. So and Wilcox at Tombstone. Wilcox is probably going to. This is the 1950s. <laughs> probably going to go to. 47 and 5 in this yeah, thing. They're, they're going to go to 6 and 0. But you know what? They're they're ranked 7th. They're 5 and 0 and they're ranked 7th. And there's a team uh, Gilbert Christian that's 3 and 2 and ranked 4th. But you, you look at Wilcox, their opponents are four, a combined 4 and 19. Yeah, that's the and then after this game, schedule. Yeah. Tombstone's building. The coach there is is, yeah. is at the he's a young guy. He's, he's building that program. And they um, lost their quarterback to um Valley Union? Valley Union? Oh no, that was the uh he did, he already played, uh, okay. Jace, Jace uh, Mitchell. Yeah. Uh, he went to Valley Union, but they they have a that Elias uh, kid. Um, that's his first name. I can't remember okay. his last name. He's only a freshman, so they're 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 growing. They're learning. Yeah. Um, Empire. I forgot to talk about Empire. They're oh, playing really? Thatcher. They're two and two. They could be three and two. And who would have thought that? George no, Kelly. The, the way they had their season last year, the COVID yeah. riddled season. Um, yeah. And they have uh, Miles Kinney, who played at South Point. Yes. Transferred. Jake Lambert, running back, big guy. Um, so, who'd, who'd have thought Empire would have a winning record in the mid- middle of the season? That could happen. Um, and with then, 3A uh, playing 4A, with that 3A Thatcher playing 4A. Especially four. since they're still at that level. Yeah. Most people think they should be 3A, 2A. Right. It's, and then Marinci at Bisbee. Um, this is a fairly even. This is the oldest rivalry this week, 1946. Renzi has a 22-21 lead in the series, but I, I don't know how to judge Bisbee. Win, lose, win, lose. They've had a weird <laughs> schedule, right? Because they had that, that forfeit for a win at, yeah. at uh, Miami. Yeah. Um, and then they they took Douglas to the wire and they lost. And mm-hmm. then uh, then they have they played Catalina and Santa Rita at home. <laughs> so those are like two two like scrimmages, yeah. and not not to not to put Santa Rita and Catalina down because it's you know they're they're going through some tough times, and for them to actually go over there and play a game is, yeah. is commendable. But but for other opponents, they're using that as a as a way to iron out things. Yeah. Um, and we hope the two or three years down the road we could talk about a Catalina being three and two or a Santa Rita being three and two at this point of the year. You yeah. know what I mean? Like like Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we have uh, Santa Cruz at Coolidge. Uh, if Santa Cruz is going to make a move, they have to do it now. They're two and three. Coolidge is two and three. That's another team that's they've lost three in a row, yeah. Santa Cruz, but they've lost by a total of eight points. Uh-huh. And I noticed this week they did, the coach didn't put the stats, and so maybe maybe he wants them to co- concentrate on team instead of individual things. But that's yeah. all we we talked about that last week. That doesn't always work because you're you're they know you're single you're 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 hurting the individuals because yeah. they can't get noticed and the kids all know they know yeah. what's going on so it, they but they've the three losses are by eight points I know some of the losses they shouldn't have had they're probably favored at home mm. but they've they barely lost those games and then Catalina one and four at Sequoia Pathways I know there's some uh, Catalina people who think they should have did the Palo Verde route this year and not have a season but. Yeah, it's, it's it. You know, they're getting experience. They get to travel. I, th- I think if they were four A like Paul Verde, they definitely would have. This two A is a little different. Um, but it, the thing about it is, like you said, there's a lot of good two A teams. Yeah, there's two A teams that could be play- competing against three A, even four A teams. So yeah. it's still tough. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm going to be at the St. David five five and one at Thamimwell five and zero. Oh. oh, that's going to be an amazing. Game. It was a blowout last year, but who knows? I mean, Thamimwell still lost their best player. 
uh, Medina. Yeah. But um, they have Nicholas Velasquez yeah. and Noah Huerta. One of the best quarterbacks uh, at that level. He's only a sophomore, and he's thrown for almost 1,000 yards. He, both those guys, Ryan Gooding, he's a junior. Um, they both have 14 touchdowns and no no interceptions, the quarterbacks in that yeah. game. So you're going to see a good offensive game. It could be like 57 to 55. Well, you yeah. might not get home till like 1 in the morning. But Well, some of those uh, 1A games do come out to be like uh, video games. Yeah, it's going to be only, like that. There's only five guys on the line, I believe, or something. Right. Like, yeah. So, um, But Taylon Haney's also a good player for St. David. He's just like all over the place. So I wonder how that's just going to affect them, though, playing Tuesday and then having to play a big game like that three days later. They had to play Bob Akivri yesterday because their their seasons are almost over with yeah. because the playoffs start. The last regular season weekend is October 15th. So they had to get that game in last night. Yeah, no, I believe it's eight teams, 12 teams. 12 teams. 12 teams make the playoffs. Right. In, at the 1A level. And then Fort Thomas at Valley Union, Valley Union. Uh, two and three, um, they may go to three and three, which would be great for them. You know, it, it's uh, Fort Thomas, uh, Bell Union pretty much dominates the series. And, and I was expecting a little bit more from Bell Union after seeing them early. But it's a young team again. And, you yeah, know. they lost big at St. David. That was, I, yeah. I was surprised at that score, the way how big of a deficit that was. And then uh, Santa Rita's not playing this week, obviously. And then Mike Mountain's the only team with the bye in Southern Arizona, it turned out. We almost had a full slate. Um, I don't know who might come out and could have played if they would have. <laughs> they would not have played. I, I was at the game last week, and Pat Nugent was after at, at the end of it when he, you know, they had the huddle, and he's like, "I don't want to see you guys go," you know, jokingly, like, <laughs> "Let's have let's have a few days off. Let's okay. enjoy ourselves," because they've been going since what August before August yeah. July. But you always wonder now with internet, who who would want to play? Oh yeah, because you have to actually scour through to see who has an off week. And who and which team was putting out for California to come? Casa Grande. Casa Grande is tweeting out to Nevada, New Mexico, and California. That's not too far of a bus drive, and it could be a good experience yeah. for those guys. Uh, I was telling, um, I was talking with Dobbins, and the coaches should have some kind. If they learn from this, they should have some kind of a forum or a, or a group chat thing where, hey, we're, we anybody out there need a game because. What's going on is you're going through social media, and he Dobbins got a hold of me Monday. He said, "Hey, do you know anything about Killer Ridge? Uh, you know how to get a hold of Slaughter?" And I go, "No, I I gave him I gave him her email address, and then I tweeted to um, the Yuma Sun writer. Um, you know, is is there anybody available in Yuma? Maybe Killer Ridge? And then he tweeted he's going to text the AD." And then from there, I'm sure Dobbins and Slaughter talked to each other, and they worked it out. I think Snowflake needed an appointment too, so there was talk there that Gila Ridge might play Snowflake. Yeah, but was, and then the the Thatcher Desert View game came about because Thatcher said, "Hey, we need an opponent," and I went, "Desert View is available." You know, half half, you know, being serious, and but then it was homecoming week, and they thought, "Well, we can't go there. We can go there." Right. And then good on Desert View for saying, hey, we're going to go. And they'll get good points out of that, too, yeah. right? Even though it's 2A yeah. or 3A? Yeah, because they'll, they'll still get the opponent rating. Yeah. So, um, you know, and how often do you get to take kids from Desert View neighborhood and take them out to Thatcher? Something like that. That's I mean, just the life experience alone. An hour, an hour and a half uh, bus ride. To, uh, to Green. To play a football game. I mean, that's yeah. that's not... It's, I could see if it's an hour, hour and a half bus ride to go, like, go, you know, 
work on the fields or something like that. Yeah. But to play a football game, that's it. Had to be fun. Yeah, and then the higher elevation at, yeah. in the middle of a forest. And, yeah. And so that, that that had to be great for them and and good for Thatcher too. So you're going to be at St. David, San Manuel. I'm going to be at Marana, Desaview. We're going to have Harrison and DeAndre, Harrison Moreno and DeAndre Davis at Sabino Saguaro. And uh, Kevin Murphy is going to be at um, here at the uh, Ironwood Ridge CDO game. So all yeah, big games. All doing, I hope you guys read their stories. It's, it's all. And Brittany, I'm sorry, Brittany Boyer yeah, will be at uh, Sabino. I'm, I'm sorry, South Point. Uh, Saguaro, yeah. Scottsdale Saguaro. Um, I would have had to travel there, so I'm glad that we have her in Phoenix area, and she knows the Saguaro program pretty well. And Cell Point. Point yeah, she's well. covered Cell Point a lot. Cell Point, very appreciative of her work. Um, yeah, so we, we got pretty much everything covered this this week. It, it's going to be, I'm interested, I'll be watching her tweets on the Miranda game, because Miranda going 5-0 and oh with this that hasn't happened since 19, in the 90s. 1998, I think, is the last yeah. time that happened. 5 and 0. Not even those powerful Borgay, um, the, G. Joseph, what was the name they of went, They went 4 and 0 in Morgan, 19, Morgan, that you, is he still at UV? Yeah, Jordan Morgan, he starts. He's our starting yeah. uh, left tackle. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so Morana, if I could just look it up really quick, I think it's, they started 5 and 0 back in 98. Yep, 98 with Marty. Honea was the head coach. Honey. So, Honey, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. He was the head coach back then, 5-0. and So they have a, you know, Desiree is going to be a tough, tough uh, challenge, though. Desiree is, they, they went they went 5-0 in 2016, so it hasn't been too long for yeah, them. Bonillas, what Bonillas has done there. Yeah. Is, is incredible, you know, and he's also the athletic director now, I believe, right? So. He's the athletic director. They've started four and zero only three times in their in their history. Yeah, and out of those three times, they only made the playoffs once. So, you know, I'm sure you, you, great. It's great to start three and zero, four and zero, but you got to sustain it, especially through regional play. So, and you have to build a program because I know right. he's losing all his running backs, right? After this, yes, he's losing Serge Boe and Carlos Alvarez after this year. He had Court um, Manenchi, Cortamanchi. Yeah, I actually at, taught his brother at where, my where is he? The, the the ending of the junior college really hurt the kid. He was going to play at Pima, and they yeah. cut their program. And then he was going to try to walk on to U of A because I talked to his brother because I was I taught him, and that didn't work out. It was a bad and then, time. Out, then he then he ended up working at UPS. It's and, a bad time for U of A football. At that yeah, time. but he yeah he was a he was a great running back. Yeah. So okay, so the Morales brothers here were at Canyon del Oro, the CDO team. We promise not to give any insights on what they're doing, but. Uh, <laughs> It looks like they have like 18 people on the field at once. So, <laughs> so, so we, guys, be on the lookout for that. So we, we're <laughs> we're you know appreciative of Dustin Peace. He's always been good for good to us and good for you know high school football in Tucson. And he's a long termer, which is you know it's hard to hard to find that now. If you I haven't I haven't met one person opposing coach or anybody that has said anything a bad word about Dustin Peace. No. he's a likable guy, and he's a winner. I mean, whole whole new coaching staff too. Yeah, except for the Bays brothers, I think. Yeah, but but look out for them on the stretch because they're getting some good players. They're getting Caden Luke and Ch- Chase Castle, uh, two guys that won a were high school or youth football Americans, if you will. They're doing they play for that TYF fourteen uh, U All Star team that went to the nationals and almost won the national championship with Kylie Woodard. So look out yeah. for those 
three guys the next what and, three years. And you're going to be having probably some U of A guys showing up here. Oh yeah, maybe not this year, but next year on a bye week. Well, they have a bye week this week, so you might you, you might see some U of A coaches at some of the games this weekend. Yeah, this Friday because the U of A's uh, off this. Well, weekend. you want you want to Kylie, you want that prize. Yeah, there might. I wouldn't be surprised to see U of A coach here. Yeah. on Friday at CDO. Right. Okay, well, it, again, this is the Jet Sports Training Preview Show, and and uh, as always, we're going to be looking out for the Player of the Week, which is the APS Digital. Uh, print, uh, Frog and Firkin, and those banners and footballs are being headed out across the city. Um, Christian Pando's sister is going to come pick it up <laughs> so she can drive it to Wilcox. They didn't trust the mail. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's great. So, uh, how do you think the year's gone for so far for you? For overall, I think it's been, a, you know, there's only just a handful of undefeated teams left. Um, not a lot. So it's pretty competitive uh my what i'm looking forward to the most of the second half of the year is a 3a south race is to see if south point can go to the open division again um and to see if like what what tucson team might make it to the open open division 4a through 6a has made the semifinals two years in a row right rogers that was a shock last year of course they didn't play saguaro but Mm -hmm. they still made it and uh you know, just, just incredible with the open. Now they're thinking about doing the open division for basketball. Yeah, I mean, we could do a whole another show, but I think yeah. coach of the year right now, mid midseason coach of the year would be Stewart, right? At um, this point. Yeah, I mean, with Bonius right up there. Because the other coaches are, the Dieterman it was expected. Yeah. Um, Middleton was expected because the, they had a lot of good players yeah. coming back. But um, what happened, what's happening at Marana? Is is it pretty pretty remarkable? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going out there. Yeah, uh, Friday. All right. Well, take care. Thank you. Thank you.